Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of Black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a Black marriage crisis. So I asked Black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. Flex and Shanice are the epitome of tough times don't last, tough people do. When Tommy and I interviewed them in 2015, we had only been married eight months, and Flex and Shanice had been married 15 years. Their advice to us was, communication is key. Now, we heard that from a lot of couples, but reflecting on it now, I understand exactly what they meant. Talking through their fears and being vulnerable was crucial to them making it through their financial problems. But, as with all our couples, we start at the beginning. So take a listen as Shanice and Flex remember their chance meeting at an apartment complex that led to marriage. <laughs> he followed me. No, just kidding. <laughs> he moved into my apartment building uh... and he was getting on the elevator and I was getting off the elevator. And we knew of each other, but we didn't know each mm. other. And his cousin was with him, Ed, um, at the time. And Ed used to be on Motown when I was on Motown Records. So I, I saw them and I, I was on my way to Lauren Hill's concert. And I said, Flex, you live here? He said, I'm moving my stuff in today. He said, let me get your number. I said, okay, let me go get a pen. I went upstairs to get a pen. She I was took gone for like 40 minutes. I, like, I, I took forever for to come back downstairs because my time. cousin was running late and we, she was supposed to go to the concert right, with yeah. me. And so I'm on the phone <laughs> like, where are you? And so anyway, by the time I got downstairs, he was gone. And then two weeks later, we ran into each other again by the elevator. And he said, okay, I'm not going to let you leave without getting your number. But the crazy thing is, we weren't trying to talk yeah, to each other. Yeah, it wasn't like, even like, like, let me get you, you know, it wasn't like that. It, you know yeah, I mean? like, I didn't I had even. Just got, I had gotten out of a relationship and I was like, I didn't want, I was like, I want to know who I am. I didn't want to be with anybody. Yeah, I wasn't looking at all. At, at all. that moment, I was like, I'm good. And by my, I, yeah. For the first time, it's crazy because my whole life, I always felt like I had to be in a relationship, you know? And that when I before I met him, I was at peace with just being by myself. I was enjoying <laughs> just being by myself. Me too. So when I met him, I wasn't looking and I didn't see it coming. I really didn't. Yeah, like I was, I was, I was like, oh, he's a cool guy in the building, you oh, know. Yeah. He's I wasn't the homie. About it at all. I was just, I was <laughs> I was in my 20s. I was 20. Hold on. Oh, I was 20. That's a dog on shape. We don't know. Hold on. I was 20. 28. 20. 29. Mm-hmm. Because we got married. Um, and I'm a I lot younger. <laughs> I'm a lot younger. Whatever. Just kidding. Married at 30. So it was like I was 28 going on 29. Probably 29. Around and I was about like 25. 26. Yeah. 29, yeah. Mm-hmm. 26. Yep. 26. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, and the funny thing is, the date I was moving in to her building is the date that our son was born, which was March 5th. Yeah. So after we got day. married, years later, our son was born on March 5th, and that's the day that we met. I remember March 5th. that. I remember that date because that date. You know, when they tell you you got to move, like you know that date is stamped in your head. <laughs> um, I think a little bit when I went out to the little birthday party they had at her mom's house, I, I kind of was like, hmm. But I really knew when I drove out to San Bernardino, I was like, I ain't driving out there just to be driving. But um, I just, when I when I drove out then, I was just like, wow. I said, man, she's really, you know, 
special, you know, and, oh, and, and, and different and, and just, um, it was the first time I'd had a, a friendship first um, with a woman. I had never had friendships. It was just yeah, like you hook up and yeah. that's it. But it was the first time, like, I mean, I cried on her shoulders when yeah. I lost my grandmother and because I had just lost my grandmother. Yeah. And, uh, That's the first time a man ever cried on my shoulder. And it was like, just oh, like, so I did that and I was just like, wow. Like I just let myself go. I just felt like I could be me, you know, with her. And um, I think that was really, um, you know, it just stood out. I was just like, man, I was like, she's spiritual. She's, she's uh, funny, you know, goofy. Like we'd be goofy. I used to call and say, yo, it's Pablo, you know, and just doing silly stuff. And then no, we always make each other laugh. And uh, it just was like, wow. And I just saw how she was with her family. And it reminded me of my family. Uh, how Everybody's just, you know, connected. And um, that's, I, I just, you know, it was one of those things where I went, hmm, yeah. He yeah. would come to my apartment all the time and we would sit and watch the best of cops. Oh yeah, we watched and the And that was our thing <laughs> every day. He would come to my house and we watch cops. I bring tapes, I had Too Hot for TV cops. <laughs> we sit and watch that. And I remember I would fall asleep, I fell asleep on her bed. I would be like this on the other side. Yeah, like because we waited till we were married. Yeah, we waited till we got married. We were in a discipleship class and we just, we just yeah. like, you know, we want to do it a different way, you know, yeah. because I mean, heck, we did it wrong. We did it wrong you know, for so time. many years. That we want to do it different. And um, and I remember trying to just, you know, be cool and, and I, would, I would get up and I would go up steps because I lived literally on the fifth floor. She was on the third. And my stomach would be killing me. Oh, God, please don't tell me. And I, I'd be like, all right, see you later. And I'd go up the steps. I'd be like, I was holding the joints in because I was like, I want, you know, I want her to see that yet, that part yet. God, <laughs> you don't have to talk about that. But the first time she came to my apartment, it happened. It slipped out. Yeah, he was showing me around the apartment. He was like, I'm like, what? I was like, yeah, this is mine. I was trying to walk fast. I was like, yeah, and his. I was like, Bruh. I was like, oh man. So he like, broke me in real early. I said, you gonna call me again? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I knew then. I knew then. I was like, yeah, okay, she could deal with that. We good. Yeah. We well, yeah, we got married in February of um, 2000, and in December of 2000, I was pregnant. So we had her the next year. Yeah, she came to see me, and um, I was doing a movie in uh, Canada. She came up and. Uh, Yes, we got together. And uh, and then when I remember I came back, she picked me up at the airport and I came back and I, I, I looked at her and I was like, you're pregnant. Yeah. I was like, you look different. Before I even took a test, I was said, like, you're pregnant. It just, she just looked different. Immediately. Immediately. Like, it was crazy. So tell. we had her right away and then went into shooting the first season of One on One. So it was all, she literally, she was born August. That was the first season we were filming. Yeah. And then September 11th happened. And we were just like, was there, oh man, we would bring a child like, in this world. world. It was crazy. And she was just born in the 9-11. Oh like, man, it was crazy. But we just, you know, I didn't, yeah. you know, she woke up every two hours to feed. Oh my gosh. I didn't leave the room. I stayed in the he room. He did. And, and yeah, he she was helped like, me She was lot. like, go. Go another room, you I gotta said, go work. in another room because you got, you know, he was shooting one on one. I'm like, you're gonna be tired, you're gonna look tired on camera, and and he's like, no, and he would get up all through the night, yeah. help me, you know, because that stuff, you know, you you can't get that back. But the thing that was really really difficult for me was um, when I got pregnant, I lost my record deal. I was with uh, LaFace Records at the time, and they said we they said we're, we're gonna just let you be a mom for a while. And they let me go. So I was excited about this. I had this new baby, but I lost, I lost my deal. So 
it was like I was kind of like very emotional. And it was at a time yeah. where yeah, you know she was just like, look, I can sing and still be a mom and still Why be beautiful. I, you and know, I, still sing. You know, and then right after that, everybody was showing off their pregnancy. Like, after, yeah. you know, and 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 I, and that's how it should be. You yeah, should celebrate, celebrate life. That. No, yeah. it shouldn't be like you're cursed because yeah. you're pregnant. And watching her go through that, that was that, that was, was diff- that was difficult. We just did it. We just we just handled it as it came. Yeah. We just like, you know, we had a lot of family. Her family was out here, so we needed help. We had and, help. And, and she really kind of went through postpartum because bit. you know you had all the older family members saying, you know, that first year you got to stay in, don't go nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got depressed because I was afraid to take the baby out of the house because of germs and this and that. And and um, she, I, I breastfed and she wouldn't take a bottle, so I could I couldn't even go to the store. Yeah, it was bad. You know, and I would just cry and cry because I felt like you know I was excited about our new baby, but Flex was able to just jump up and go to work go to the gym, go yeah. golf with his friends, do this, do that. And I felt like, like, I felt like my life kind of, yeah. for that moment, like, I felt like everything just stopped, you know? So we just, we juggled, but, um, gosh, the show, she would come down to set, family would come down to yeah. set, she'd bring. So I would, I would just hang out with them, bring the baby down the set. They gave her her own trailer. Yeah, own trailer. So our baby, <laughs> she had her own, own little trailer. trailer. Um, she took her first steps on, on the set. She took her first steps on the, on uh, the stage. Yeah. And she wants to act. Isn't yeah. that something? Like yeah. now she wants to be an actress. Yeah. So we so we we just we just handled it. I don't think we didn't have like a plan. We didn't have uh, say, okay, we're gonna do this. We just roll with it as it as it went, you know. You know, yeah, you wanna have that time, but I I'm time I mean I'm glad we did the way I'm we glad we did, did the way we did because it's it, such a blessing. It's a blessing and, and it's just every day is not promised. You know what I mean, and and you can't sit back and just go, yeah, we'll wait two years, we'll plan it out. Yeah, that's your hope, but mm-hmm. you just never know what life brings. And you know, we didn't really think about. It. We were like, we knew we wanted to have kids. We wanted to have four, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just knew I wanted to have kids, and she wanted to have kids, and we just we just did it. We did. I don't think we really said, well, oh, let's wait two years. We just did it. And I remember telling my mom, you know, that I was right. pregnant. And she was really quiet. Yeah, I remember that. And I said, she's not healthy. She's happy. She she's was, happy. oh my God. She was, she, I, I think she told me when I told her that I was pregnant, like the fact that hearing grandma and all that had to register, you know. But you know, it was a lot back to back too. Because remember, I pulled her in the bathroom and told her, I was like, Yeah, we were only dating after about three months. And then he pulled my mom into the bathroom and said, I got to tell you something. I'm in I love like, with you your daughter. I love your daughter. And she was just like, Whoa. How did this happen? <laughs> so, so it went from that to I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So but she was excited. Once everybody once the babies got here, I mean yeah. they lo- oh my gosh. Yeah. So I think I think it's, it's 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 it just depends. I mean there's some couples that say, you know what? Yeah, we got a plan. Yeah, it's different. Wait. It works differently for everybody. I think everybody. it works different for everybody. Yeah. You'll never feel it's like it's never the right, the right time. time. You'll really. never, you'll always have an excuse. Always. I don't care I how much do money you got in the bank. I don't care what plans you have. It is never, never you'll never right be prepared. Time. You just got to dive gotta right into it. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not promised, you know, because it's not your timing. You know what I mean? Ultimately, you know, yeah. it, it, you can try all day, but, you know, when, when God says that baby's due, that's when it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, we know people that have tried and tried, tried and tried and, tried and, and can tried. never have babies. You know what I mean? So, 
you know, you just, you know, but it's fun trying. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in our second home. Um, mm -hmm. We uh, we just, uh, you know, making money and, you know, work had just slowed up. It was, it was. What year? Was this was 2000. When is six into seven because when things start to slow down. Slow down, yeah. But yeah, two thousand six going to two thousand seven, that's when the regular mm -hmm. money stopped coming in. And I had done some things, you know, here and there in between. But um and then the financial collapse in two thousand eight really just, you know, as we tried to be smart, we had some property in Vegas, we were like, okay, we'll get property, rent it out of the that the bottle fell out. Um we you know, did a, a second on the house, pulled money out, and you know, expenses were so high. And you know, and I and I blame myself in the sense of just never learning, never having the example of how you budget and how you take care of your money. My mom and my grandmother they worked in, they checked the check, and I'm sure the generation before that didn't have an example, didn't have any example of how you do it. Um, she, on the other hand, you know, her mother and, and aunt, they were always good with her, with her money. Uh, so I, I just, you know, I felt like, you know, she wanted something like, yeah, quick, get it. You know what I mean? I go to Burberry, spend $10,000. Getting his stuff and, and he didn't tell you know. me. I didn't know until he spent. Well, <laughs> just recently he told me how much yeah. he spent on that Burberry. It was it was right after you had Imani, and I just wanted to lift, lift her confidence. So you know, we got us leather skirts, boots, all this. I stuff. didn't know he spent ten thousand dollars. Yeah, on so and I'm in there with that black card. Ooh, that black the card. black the Ooh. black card got us in trouble. Man. So you look at it like this, like. You, you you making this money, right? The money stops, your expenses are here. So I don't care how much money you have, when there's no money coming in to replace what's going out and you're just going out, outsourcing, out, out, out. it just, it, it doesn't work, you know? And then, you know, we got into the dangers of, you know, losing the house, we kept getting notices and we were trying to fight it. And then Chase, you know, told us, and I had a check to come in. I was like, All right, boom, I'm gonna pay it. But we were trying to get a modification. That's when those modifications were, were running rapid rampant and um I called and they said no. He's like, no, if you want us to help you, you gotta be behind three months. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, because you're paying on time. They're like, you yeah. don't need a long modification yeah. if you're paying on time. Yeah. So we took that, took that check, paid some bills, All right, cool. But then it's a game, you know, call in, oh your paperwork, we didn't get it, send it again. This department, we didn't speak to the it was we went back and forth with that for literally two years, almost three years. And, um, you know, subsequently ended up, I'm driving to an audition. She calls me. She's like, oh, the sheriff's here at the house. We got to go. They tell us to get out. We got five minutes. I whip around, drive back. And, um, you know, the guy's there. And, and uh, he really gave us probably 15 minutes instead of five. And we got our stuff. And, and um, yeah, we ended up going to Embassy Suites. I had a show to do that night, and I was I was, about, I was about to get in the shower, and I was rehearsing my my songs, and I was in a great mood, and all of a sudden that knock on the door was so loud, yeah. and they said we had five minutes to get out. That yeah. was I think that has has to be like one of the worst days of my life. Yeah, thankfully the kids were in school. The kids weren't home, so um, that was we 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 to Embassy Suites, and uh, our pastor at the time. Um, 
put money down put money so down. we could have the first couple of nights. And thankfully, I had done a commercial, Verizon, Verizon commercial, commercial, and it, the residuals were coming in. So I was able to say, all right, you know, thanks, Pastor. And I took it over, you know, paid for, for the you know rest of the time there. And we were able to put money aside for, you know, a place. Um, and then we have friends that just really, I mean, I had to say, you know, Shamika and Martin Lawrence, you know, uh, Bentley, Kyle Evans. Um, oh God, it was so many people that came through and just blessed us, you know, and uh, whoo. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it just, um, you know, it. people think that, you know, there aren't good people out there. There are great people out there. You know, and you go through a lot in this industry and stuff, but you really see who your friends are when 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 you're down. When you're down. And we had some great people, people that weren't even in this industry. Her friends that she's grown up with, and you know, she's known since high school, would come over and just his groceries, his groceries, his gas money, gas money. His. You know, and um, it just it just it just blew my mind. You know, but I told her, I said, you know, because there were many years that you know we helped people and not to pat us on the back but I told her I said babe those are you know we sowed some good seeds you know and 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 this was the you know the harvest and we were so so thankful and um, then we ended up getting this place here that we're in now and have amazing landlords and and um, we just you know we just went more like this as opposed to you know really going in on each other over over finances because that's number one usually in divorce you know that's above domestic violence you know and um we just kept believing and knowing that you know it would change constant prayer and yeah. just and and strengthening each other you know like she said days she was down i was up days i was down nah. she was up yeah we were never down <laughs> at the same time yeah because that would have been bad <laughs> yeah we were never crying together like what are we gonna do that would have been bad <laughs> That would have been bad. Yeah. But um, yeah, we just balanced each other and um, and uh, just looked at our babies. You know? Yeah. So we got to do it for them. Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver, wife, mama, CEO, and co-creator of Black Love. Listen, I'm so excited to announce my new podcast called My New BFF with Cody Elaine Oliver. That's right, fam. Join me as I talk to people who you know, people you should know, and people you're definitely going to want to get to know after our conversation. I love being able to get beyond what you see on social media or TV or whatever their public image is and really get to know a person. And trust me, we will be getting deep. I'm telling you, by the end of each episode, you'll understand why I want each of these people as my new BFF, and you'll be calling them your new BFF too. So keep an eye out on wherever you get your podcasts and get ready to join me as I find my new BFF. I was going to quit the business. Mm -hmm. This is when we were just friends and just talking. I was like, man, I said, I'm out here. I'm auditioning. I'm, you know, I said, I'm tired of it. You know, I was a booking. I said, you know, I said, it's sad, you know, the black industry, you know, doesn't support you, you know? And I said, I get more love from, you know, mainstream industry, you know, and I was frustrated. I was like, man, it's crazy. I said, I've been putting years in it. She was like, look, 
you got to create your own vehicles. You know what I mean? She said, you're too talented. You're too funny. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, yeah, 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 whatever. And um, I just thought about it. I was like, wow. And I remember calling her back probably, I don't know, how much later. And I was like, you know what? I got an idea. I'm going to start pitching. You know, and it came from a friend of mine who was a teenage dad uh, in New York. And I, I remember just being like, yo, man, how, you know, laughing at him. Like, how are you going to be pimping, with, you know, with a car seat in the back, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, then I saw LL Cool J's commercial. He was, it was a Coca-Cola commercial. And he was doing his daughter's hair on a stoop. And I was like, man, that's a show. And the ponytails were all crooked. The ponytails were crooked. I said, that's a show. And then I remember I called. I said, I know who I want to play my daughter. And... At the time, they were doing the WNBA commercials. Yeah. They were playing the Little Rascals theme and Kyla Pratt. She was on the talking about, is your name Cheryl Swoops? She was like, yeah. She said, well, you need to work on your crossover. Da, da, da. I was like, yo, she's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. He, so yeah. He, before he even pitched it, he said, that's going to be my that's daughter. I said, she's going to play my daughter. So he said that, yeah. um, that was the process, you know, and, and just her saying that was just like, wow, that's deep, you know, that she would even have that, that foresight to say, hey, you've got to stick with it and, and create your own. Hi, everyone. I know you're enjoying hearing from this couple, but I had to take a minute to answer a question we always get asked. Where can I watch the Black Love docuseries? Where can I watch Black Love shows like Couch Conversations, Doula Dads, Male Versus Man, Moms With Coffee? Well, Tommy and I created a solution. The Black Love Plus app is available to download now for free, thanks to our friends at Target. And it includes all your favorite Black Love content, including some of our live events that you might have missed, filmed for you and available now on Black Love Plus. You can download it wherever you get your apps, Apple TV, Roku, your Android, your iPhone. Just do it today. Download the Black Love Plus app. Flex and Shanice's vulnerability during this interview always stuck with me and really has become a cornerstone of black love. It was one of the first interviews we did. We always want our couples to know that when we come into their space, their truth, their stories will always be valued and respected by us. As we continue the conversation, let's jump back in as Flex and Shanice tell us about the inception of their reality show and how a vision board helped guide their journey. You know, we just pushed through. We just kept, kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing. You know, and I think that with anything, you have to, uh, you have to just keep pushing and just know in your heart that it's gonna get better. Because I think if we sit back and, you know, and, and just go, oh, man, I'm hoping something changes. You know, it. We gotta, we gotta, you know, just like yeah, she was like, it. you know, we need to do this and. And it was her idea to say, but we need to do it. So it was like, oh, okay, cool, let's do it. So we found students from a school in Santa Monica to shoot our scissor reel. We got them, brought them in, shot our scissor reel. And I said, babe, you realize it, you know, this was, you thought about that, you know, so. Um, I'm, all, I'm all about creating your own opportunities, yeah, you right know. When did you make the vision board? That was in 2007. Mm-hmm. Oh, Maybe in the midst of all of this. That was still, yeah. We were, yeah. yeah. We were going through, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were going through. We were arguing. I was like, I ain't doing it. Yeah, we actually had arguments about it. He said, I'm never going to do a reality <laughs> show. I was like, forget uh, you, man. <laughs> Y'all look at her smile and all that stuff. But let me tell you, she, she can get at you. 
Look, yeah. I'm a ham. Like, yeah. I love the camera. <laughs> so <laughs> it didn't bother me at all. And this was something that I've wanted to do. I begged him for seven years to do a reality show. He told me, no, no, no. Because he, you know, he wants to do, you know, big, the big movies. And he said, they're not going to take me serious as an actor anymore if I'm doing a reality show. And so what I did was I had a vision board and I wrote reality check, blah, blah, yeah, reality yeah. show on a check. And I put it on my vision board and I put uh, Miss Winfrey's name on my vision board. And seven years later, we're sitting in mm. her office pitching our ideas. So, so how did you convince him? I think, I think I just, I just. We spoke to a friend. Spoke to a friend, a really good friend of ours named Corey. Uh-huh. He um, really talked about the, the the benefits and and just you know just how you you have to adapt you know or you get left behind. You have to be able to adapt to what's going on. And I think both of us, fortunately in our careers, have been able to you know change with each generation and kind of still be you know relevant. And we went through just terrible time with losing everything and and um you know home cars money everything and and then i said uh babe i said you know what i was like you you're right i said um i think this this is what we're supposed to do imani you gotta yeah, be quiet i'm baby. sorry i was distracted imani we're we can filming. hear you we're filming I'm sorry. Okay, i was baby. like i was like oh shoot. so um so we just we just you know, we talked about it and I, you know, I, I still felt like, I'm like, man, you know, I want to be looked at as a serious actor. I mean, I've been putting in work for years and, um, but I just felt like this was the time to tell the story and we wanted to tell our story before somebody else did. Yeah, because we actually had a story to tell, mm -hmm. you know, um, going from, you know, singing, touring to, you know, Flex had one-on-one -on -one for several seasons and, mm -hmm. you know, to, everything was like popping when we first got married. And then when I stopped singing and he stopped, um, the show ended, mm -hmm. there was nothing coming in. Everything was going out and mm -hmm. we ended up losing everything, our home, our car, finances, mm -hmm. everything. And we felt like, you know, why not tell our story? Because we may be able to help somebody else that's going through the same thing. You know, the, yeah. you know, a lot of times people feel like there's no way out. You know, I've, I've, I've had people say to me that I was about to commit suicide and I watched your show and your yeah. show saved my life. Yeah. So, you know, when I hear stories like that, I'm like, okay, I'm so glad. At first I was nervous about telling our story. I'm not gonna lie, you know, yeah. and the first time I saw the, the preview for the, for the season, I said, yeah. I said in there, it's hard being a broke celebrity. And they used that bite. And they played, and I said, and then I felt sick to my stomach. I was like, should I have said that? Or, you know, I was kind of nervous at first. And I was like, I was like and that's then, what it is, babe. I said, you know, you, you, I'm like, that was, you know, that was the right thing to say because it was, it was in true. truth. Yeah, I know it brought us closer, closer brought us tighter. It, we it prayed a lot. Prayed and, and she, you know, it, it, we both had our times yeah. where we were, but I, but I always, I think I had a different outlook. I think I had a, a, a more, because you know, men are more cerebral and, and you know, and I just was like, it's gonna work out. It's gonna work out, you know? And, she and was, trust she said, me, I cried. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> I shed a whole lot of tears. And I shed tears <laughs> and, too. And yeah, and it's, it felt, you know what? And he did shit. He mm -hmm. shed some tears as well. Like, you know, during his moments of doubt, mm -hmm. you know, I felt strong. And then when I felt like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? He 
you know, lifted me up. So, mm-hmm. you know, we had each other there shoulder to cry on and we just said yo we just gotta push through we got these babies yeah you know, we... and i think that's what really mm-hmm. you know when you have kids you can't give up even if yeah. you want to these kids they have to eat yeah you know so yeah. so that's what really pushed us mm-hmm. <laughs> we're sim- more similar yeah. i mean we're different but we're more similar yeah I would say, yeah, I would say definitely more. I'm, I'm afraid of, I don't like to hurt people's feelings. So one thing that is different about us is he knows how to say no. If it's something that he doesn't want to do, he's like, you know, that's not going to work. I'm not going to do it. But for me, sometimes I'll do it just because I don't want to hurt the person's feelings. And then regrets you know, and, doing it. And, and I'll regret it like, dang, I should have said no. Because I don't like to hurt people. And, and I feel like and right, if I'm honest, I might hurt. Definitely. She doesn't like to, and if something's bothering her, she'll hold it and not a, I hold deal with in. the person. And I'm like, no, you have to deal with that. You got to release that because that turns like, into sickness. Yeah, I'll hold it in, but then I'll vent to Flex. And he's like, why are you telling the person? Don't tell me. <laughs> oh, you're you know, telling me. Out. Tell them. You know, and You then, know. so that's something I have to work on. He's good at saying, yeah. he's just straightforward. This is how it is. You know, and I'm the opposite. Because I figure that way you, you do it, you get it out, you get it over it, and the guys either gonna continue to be friends or not, you know, and, and I think that's the best way. You're not walking around kinda like, you know, faking it. Right. I hate doing that. Well I don't <laughs> fake it. No, not faking it. Not that you're faking it, but I'm just okay, not that word, but tiptoeing around. Okay. Yeah, tiptoeing around that. I'd say that. We've been through the worst. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I said, I think the financial thing was the worst. Was, like, ugh. as far as us, like, we pretty much we get along. We don't yeah. really argue. Like, we get mad at each other, mm-hmm. but we kind of get off. We get over it, like fast. And we talk, talk about it, communicate. Like I yeah. said, look, we gotta. You know, there was a time where we just kind of, you know, get upset. She, she go off. I go off. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, we can't. I know. Go. Remember in the beginning, yeah. <laughs> we used to argue in the like, beginning. We can't go to bed angry and we got to talk about it, you know, because when you end up talking about it, you find out how really ridiculous it is. It is, yeah. You know, and um, that's the thing we we'll talk about it. And, and, and the biggest thing for me, I had to learn, and I still still learning that area, is just, just to, like, okay, you know what, listening and saying, okay, you're right, you know, taking her advice on something or just, just saying, Okay, I didn't see it that way. You know what I mean? Um, because I'm used to just being a protector. I'm like, no, I got it. You know, and uh, there's plenty of things. She's been like, babe, mm, I'm telling you, babe, this, that, that. And yeah, because then... it was some. It was a person that came into his life that did some business with him, mm-hmm. and I said from day one, mm-hmm. I, I said that person. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't pick up a good uh, vibe. Yeah. And sure enough, she was right. It was yeah. it, that person screwed him really bad. So, but you know. It, it, you learn. Yeah. yeah. We laugh a lot. And laugh a lot, her spirit. Um, and just knowing that she has been, you know, ride or die. You know, I, I, I'm thankful for that the most. That she's been ride or die. She's, you know, she put her life on hold to have our children and um, those things I think about all the time. I don't think she knows that, but I think about that all the time. And, <laughs> and um, I'm just, you know, I, I know that, you know, I'm blessed in, in that area, you know. So um, just getting to laugh with her and, and, and cry with her and, and share dreams, you know, even have disagreements. Um, it's all 
you know, I still count it all joy, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's still, because um, we have more good than bad. Yeah. <laughs> the good is definitely outweighed the bad. Yeah, and I agree with him. We laugh a lot. Like I said, I've never been in a relationship where I actually had a friend. So sometimes we'll get to talking and laughing. And I'm like, I forget that this is my husband I'm talking <laughs> to. Like, I'm, it's like he's just my friend sometimes. Mm-hmm. But another thing I love is I just think he's just so cute. Oh, gosh. And like when I get up in the morning, I roll over <laughs> and I smile because I see those dimples. Oh, God. And I just think he's adorable. <laughs> and he's fun. He's, you know, um, we have fun together. And he's romantic. He's cute. <laughs> tall, dark, oh, handsome. <laughs> he would take me to a hotel. And and had you know, we had the rose petals mm-hmm. in the room on the bed and you know candlelight dinner. We get we, we get away, go out to like Lacuna da- or something. Yeah, we used to like back in the day. We used to go to Dana Point. Yeah, and we would go to the St. Regis. That was back love when that place. When things were good, you know, financially. Love that place. And we would go there and get just to get away and have like you know a glass of wine and the rose petals. When yeah, set up dinner and we and we had the wine room to ourselves. It was just us in there, and they took care of us, dinner and everything. It was it was pretty pretty dope. Well, our family lives with us, so anytime we want to go on a date or go out and have dinner or you know hang out with other couples and you know we're able to do that because we do have help. Mm-hmm. So that's what we I'm thankful for. Get away and it's and it's. Tough because you you do want to get away, but then you like oh you want the kids to experience stuff because yeah. they they like to roll. Yeah, our kids like, like to hang. They like to hang out, so it's just like oh man, you feel bad, but you have to um, keep that spark. You know, you, you have to keep the to, spark. You have to work on that. So like we you know we leave nice little text messages mm-hmm. and you want to share any? No. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to be creative. Uh, <laughs> no. I can't share those. Ooh, can't share those. Ooh. But one time I did text her. I can't text her. What? I texted her one time. And was it Elijah? Get ready back. Yes. He read it back, what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it almost fell out. And she ran upstairs. I ran up the steps. Oh my God. That was terrible. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's so funny. She hit me up. She said, you like it, brother? I was like, well, he didn't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Kids are smart. What advice? I would say communication is key. key don't go to bed angry yeah talk about everything yeah just talk communicate pray pray together yes um have fun mm-hmm. you know make each other laugh like i don't know keep it sexy mm-hmm. even when you have kids always keep it hot and sexy got to yeah you got to like i i would i would go to the victoria's secret come back remember that would have all these bras and just everything little sets and stuff it's like boom you know gotta do that you have to you cannot forget it when you have children you can't forget about each other can't forget that Don't. because sometimes when you first especially when it's your first child you're like the baby the baby the baby the baby the baby and you totally forget you forget about forget each other because each other. what happened to us in the beginning mm-hmm. you know 
We just pushed through. It was like, hey. Because we, we talked about it. <laughs> we we're like, wait a minute. Like, hey. We don't spend any time together. Yeah, can't do, by the time we do see each other, we like. We're like that. Knocked out. Sleep. Like, nah, we can't do that. The business sometimes oh, yeah. can take over. You know, and you gotta, you know, this is what we used to do. We gotta get back to it. And I'm getting on her. We gotta put them phones down in the room. Don't talk business don't in talk the bedroom. In the bedroom, don't talk about don't business. Don't talk business because it, 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 that energy stays in there. Yeah. And believe it or not, it throws everything off. Yeah. Don't talk about business. In the bedroom. In the bedroom, put the phones down. Um, and uh, what else? Um, yeah, don't, just don't let the business override you know, your marriage um, because it can do that. What's up, guys? This is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we've got some exciting news for you all. Now, most of you know us from season four of The Black Love Dog. But what you might not know is that Anthony and I have been successful life and relationship coaches for over 20 years. That's right. And we're bringing our revolutionary style to our brand new podcast, The Amazing Clarks. Every week, we're going to get down to the emotional, mental, and energetic causes underlying the lack of your success in your romantic life and in your personal life. And we'll be giving you tangible advice that will get you the wins that you deserve. Hmm, don't believe us? Tune in each week, and I guarantee you that you're going to find out right away why we have an industry-shattering 90% client success rate. So make sure to keep an eye out for our brand new podcast, The Amazing Clarks, coming up on March 16th on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. <laughs>